Is anybody there? Oh my god, we are we are so fucking back. I can't believe it. After like six months, um, we are here. Let's get into it. I like. I don't want to be that cliche where it's like this feels so weird. It's been so long, but this like feels so weird. <laughs> it has been so long. Like, oh, actually, I've tried to record this episode a few times now, and I think that this one is the one. I feel it. I feel it. Um, my neighbors were drilling a minute ago, like right when I sat down. Um, they started drilling, and I almost lost my shit, but but I haven't heard it in a few minutes. So, okay, I think this is the one. It might be the one. Welcome back. Welcome back to the Cut the Cameras podcast. Holy shit. Um, I, this is long overdue, TBH, but also that's that's kind of what we're going to talk about today. Like, it's, it's not overdue, if you think about it. But also, like, I did um, call my manager in December, and we were talking about, like, um, partnerships, and I was like, okay, I'm starting the podcast back up. January 1st, 2024, like, we can lock that in, get the partnerships rolling, it, and, and, you know, what, it's February 20th, I think, today. Um, so that's cute. That is actually a pretty good, that gives you a pretty good idea of how I've been operating um, since you last saw me. That is something new. That has been a change, ding, 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 keyword of the episode um, that has happened recently. And weird. Okay, weird. We have so much to unpack here. I like don't even know where to start. I'm sitting um, all alone in my apartment in Berlin. I live in Berlin. It's crazy. Um, it's it's kind of a rainy gray day. Every day has been a rainy gray day recently. And um, it's like 2 p.m. I just ate like seven pieces of toast. Like this is, I'm just setting the scene a little bit. I'm also filming a video in German this week. I'm speaking German and I'm filming today. And there, I feel like I'm utilizing all the sides of my brain because I'm trying to film and speak in German, but then I'm talking to this little microphone. But it's in English, which just doesn't feel right. I, I keep on like double taking and being like, oh fuck, that's supposed to be in German. No, it's not. Um, so I'm just gonna try and calm down. Should we do some breath work? Should, okay, everyone ready? Ready? <laughs> Breathe in. Breathe out. Okay. Okay. Cleansed. Breath work is so easy. <laughs> just kidding. Um, I have a breathing disorder. Anyway, let's get, let's do the highs and lows of the week. Um, we're still going to do that. If you guys are new around here, I, I start the episodes with like a high and low moment from this week um, just to kind of get into the the content. So my high of the week um, was was yesterday. I spent yesterday with my dear friend, Nay, who, I mean, if you guys follow me anywhere, you probably know Nay. She's just kind of plastered all over my public profile at this um point that was a lot of alliteration do you hear that plastered public profile point and yeah she also has been on the podcast uh, in two episodes now that i think about it um go listen to those those were great um this is actually how i met nay is on the podcast i mean we had followed each other before but um last year i, I had her on the podcast and that's kind of the first time we ever spoke which was really special that's quite full circle um and yeah, she's the person that I like. I see. I spend so much time with her in Berlin. But yesterday specifically, I was telling her that I've I've had this reminder on my Notion for like the last month and a half to record this podcast episode, and it's just been something I've been pushing off and off and off, um, just because I, I don't know. I I am unfamiliar with this medium now. It's been a while. I also like. It really is like a weird thing to. Have to be completely like on and 
entertaining for an hour. I mean, I guess that's up to you guys if I'm entertaining or not. But to try to be entertaining uh, takes takes a little bit for me, that's for sure. I, I mean, in the scheme of the work that you could be doing, um, a podcast is pretty easy. But I, I also think it just takes from a different part of you. I think it's a little more emotionally taxing. You get it. You get it. I was just saying, I you know, it's been long. And the last time that I had recorded an episode, I hadn't even moved to Berlin yet. And God, what I just, I really feel like a different person. Or actually, I feel a lot more like myself being here. I felt like a different person um, during the last year and a half when I was living in the Netherlands. And um, I don't want to get too deep into this, too serious. Um but yeah, I just think I like I've never struggled that much mentally. And a lot of that was just from being in a pretty like toxic environment or an environment that I really was not made for. It was toxic for me. I was not supposed to be there and I did not enjoy the interactions I had in that environment and the people I knew and so as cliché as it sounds, I I almost put up a front kind of a character like I kind of created a I don't know. Just used a lot of humor and ingenuity to deflect um feeling vulnerable because I always felt vulnerable as is. So yeah, just kind of that, that idea of putting up a wall and kind of adopting a new personality. People can't hurt you if they don't know who you are. And obviously that translated onto the podcast because I was making podcast episodes during that time. And um, yeah, my priority was to be funny and entertaining and not really to be all that genuine. This might also just be how I remember, how I remember things. Um, I think my memories, all my memories from that time are tainted. And so, yes, long, long story short, I was just telling her that I feel like I communicate differently, I'll say different things, I'll come off differently, and it might be really weird for people who listened to this podcast. And I was like, maybe I should just go, you know, full send into the, like, um, healing girly, like, let's connect to our inner selves and speak from our souls. Um, or should I just, like, try and be funny again? Should I just make it entertaining and silly or meet someone in the middle like what should I do what should I do and she was like well she said to me she said well just be a complex human you know you're not all one thing you don't have to be all one thing people won't have expectations you know just like be as authentic as you can because you can be funny and also be serious and you can have deep thoughts and you know not be well articulate you know what I mean just, just Nay's good at these one-liners that kind of just like shift my entire feeling towards something. And when she just said, just be a complex human, I was like, mm, that really helped. That really helped. And then I sat down to record and stopped 10 minutes in last night. So did it help? Just kidding. It definitely did. She gave me those 10 minutes. It would have been one minute without her. Um, so yeah, I just think that that moment, the reason I'm putting that as the high of my week is, um, one, it just ties in really well, but also I think it's just a really fitting... Like, I think it resembles Nay's impact on my life and our, my friendship to Nay very well. I think she's just someone who I can go to with a lot. And I'm just really grateful to have a friend like Nay here in Berlin that I get to see as often as I do. So if you're watching or if you're listening, Nay, much love. Thank you. And then my low um, is, so, I, you know, what's crazy is I, I just have not put out that much content since I've been here. So I don't know what you guys know. Like, what a weird thing that I used to upload, like, every week, multiple times a week sometimes. Like, you guys used to know everything. If you wanted to know everything, most of it's out there about me. Um, but I don't know if you guys know, I live with one of my closest friends, Isa. She's also been on the podcast. We've talked about that here, so I think a lot of you would know. 
um, we moved here from Amsterdam together, um, and that has been just the biggest like blessing as well. I mean, living, you know, I know that there's a stigma about moving in with your best friend, but we weren't moving in because we were friends. I mean, we were, but that wasn't the decision. We weren't saying, let's go to Berlin together. Let's study together. Let's live together. It was like, wait, you're going to Berlin. I'm going to Berlin. There's a shitty housing market in Berlin. We like each other. I would have to live with a stranger if not. Cool. Let's move in together. Um, and I think that both of us are working on our communication and both just have a lot of love for the other person. And so the experience of living with Issa is like the biggest gift, the biggest hug from the universe I could have gotten. And, and amongst all of this change I'm experiencing, she's been such a good piece of consistency in that way um, where she's kind of transcended the two eras of my life and just been like a rock for both of them, um, which is something I'll dive into later. But all that goes to say um, she left yesterday. No, two, three days ago, three days ago. She left three days ago um, to go to Algeria with her family and very happy for her. I know she's living it up. I know she's having a good time. She goes, She's living it up, for real. Um, <laughs> on God, no cap. But I, so she's gone for the next two weeks. And then I leave the morning that she gets back. But she gets back in the afternoon. We are ships in the night in the worst way possible. And it almost breaks my heart. I am going to maybe move my train. We will see. Um, I am leaving for then two weeks, which... Two weeks plus two weeks is four weeks. Four weeks is a month. Mary, I haven't gone a month without seeing Issa since I've known her. I mean, for the last year and a half. Let's say for the last year and a half. Maybe um, summer 2022, I was gone for more than a month. But um, yeah, even over the summer, she came to like my family home, like my extended family home in Wisconsin. I visited her and her siblings in Chicago. Then we, you know, we went on other trips together with friends. Like we would see each other every week or two, despite us, you know, being big traveling people. Um, it has not been a month in so long. And and even over the summer, I mean, I was used to just seeing her when we'd schedule time together. I see her all the time now. You know, I come home, she's there. I wake up, she's there. Like, I've developed a deep codependency to this person. Truly, truly. And also, I mean... Like, imagine you come home from seeing friends and then you're just, like, with another friend. Like, that is so nice. We, I don't know how we still have words to say to each other and things to tell to each other. You know, it's it's like, um, I mean, it really is the dynamic of a married couple because I, I'll just tell her anything and everything. The most, the most boring, like, pieces of information from my day, but she'll eat that shit right up. Um, and vice versa. And so, yeah, it's been really weird to just, like, live inside my head. For a bit, you know the um, the silent meditation retreats that people go on, where you know they don't speak for ten days or a month or whatever, and then they re-enter the world with new. Da, 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 da. I feel like I've done the opposite of that for the last six months. I feel like I've had a constant stimulus retreat. I feel like every single thought that's entered my mind has been spoken into the world and received by Isa, if not someone else. Um, and so, this is my vipassana meditation retreat. These last three days. And let me tell you, it is not fierce. <laughs> it is not fun. I was going insane. You know, today's been better. I've had more to do today. I've ma I'm making plans in the evening. This is what my way around it is. I think 
the combination of Issa not being here and it getting dark at 5 p.m. Um, and gray all day, like, I just think a lot of that is just kind of taking a toll on me. So if I make plans in the evening, I can distract myself from the burdens and the voices. But yeah, I mean, it is telling that I haven't recorded a single podcast episode the entire time Issa and I have lived together. And now that she's gone, like, I'm I'm finally doing that. You know what I mean? Like, I've been procrastinating this shit. It, it, it's nice in the way that it's like, I'm getting things done. But it, from a happiness perspective, like, I think that that's much more important than getting things done. However, there's a lot more to say about Issa. Um, I kind of want to save some of that for my YouTube channel, which I'm, you know, doing a lot for this year. And, um, yeah, I don't want to, I don't want to give away too much information. Also just, you know, there's some things about my personal friendships I want to keep private, but it is probably a good thing to spend some time apart. Um, you know, you don't want to be too codependent, I guess. Maybe it's just what I've been told. Uh, maybe that's just what humans say so that you can like make yourself feel better. Um, I don't know. I'll do it. That's what I'm doing. So yeah, that's my low, is that I'm just kind of going crazy. But, you know, the, the, there's an upside to that. I'm seeing more people, I'm doing more things, and yeah, we're doing this pod. So welcome. Welcome to season three. Um, you know, season one to season two, I, th I think I just, like, split them. I think I took, like, a one-month break, which is so funny that I used to consider one month off a break, because one month off isn't even one month off. You know, I haven't done nothing for this podcast in the last six months. I've scripted episodes. I've reached out to guests. I've, you know, tried to coordinate partnerships, all this stuff. Like, you know, whatever. Um, but this this new season, I feel, is new. I feel like it's a new chapter because I, like I said, have undergone a lot of change um, and growth, I'd say. Um, and also there's going to be a new frequency to the podcast, et cetera, et cetera. But, um, let me resort back to my notes here. I want to just catch up life-wise first. Um, I don't know what you guys know. I don't know what you've seen from me. I don't know what I've shared. Honestly, I can't remember. So we're just going to start from the top. Um, biggest change that's happened since you saw me last was I moved to Berlin. Um, before this, I was moving in the Netherlands or I was living in the Netherlands, sorry. Um, and you know, I made it here September 1st. I moved here and it, it's just been crazy since then. Honestly, I, I feel like every single week has had like its own vibe and purpose. And I really didn't realize how long it takes you to like set up a life. I live in this apartment that is, I mean, to put it simply cantina, <laughs> like, um, to put it into terms you may understand pussy um, this apartment is crazy. It is definitely too big for two people. Um, and just setting this place up has been like, like we spent all our money on the apartment. We don't have shit to spend on furniture. <laughs> you know, we, we have definitely a, a clash of aesthetics here because we have this like very industrial, huge curved window, um, with wooden floors and detailing. And then we have our 12 euro plastic Ikea chairs, um, so, yeah, it's definitely a clash of aesthetics. We've just been setting up this place. I think now um, January was kind of the month where we, we turned it into a functional space. We had exam season, um, and I think we had to, like, lock it down and be like, okay, how do we actually get work done in this space? 
Um, but yeah, it's just a, kind of a journey of collecting and decorating. I think only now is the space like functional for our lives. And that's been kind of a nice feeling. Um, I feel a little more grounded here. I've also started university, um, might drop out. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't, I don't even know. I mean, do we want to talk about university? I don't think we do. I'll make it brief. Um, I think it's a really good thing to have. And it's also what brought me here. Like I, it was, I was really university focused last year. I was pretty dead set on going to uni. And now I'm definitely reevaluating. I study communication design, which is just like nothing. Like it's not nothing. Um, I just don't want to be a designer. That's the thing. I want to study filmmaking if I'm going to study anything. And I knew that. I've known that for years. I literally, I remember in sixth grade, I wanted to go to Chapman University, which I'm pretty sure is in California or something, um, to study film. And then I was looking at programs that like had film in them, but weren't film. I don't really know why. I think my reasoning was like, um, I don't want to like fully commit to like the arts because it's limiting career wise, but it's also like, but that's the career you want. Like, what do you think? You're just going to, like, half-ass it or, like, not study that or, like, not pursue that in some way and then, like, build a career in filmmaking, in, like, making videos? Like, dude, girl, what you doing? Right now, I'm kind of at my, my max capacity, if you will. I'm just doing a lot. Um, and so I'm just kind of going to stick out, I think, the second semester that's upcoming and see what I think. But... Yeah, university, I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's my thing right now. Like, I went directly from high school, and I was like, okay, cool, this is going to be so diff so different. And then I'm sitting in this class, and they're like, all right, well, the midterms are coming up, so good luck. And I'm like, I'm doing fucking exams again? I'm writing papers? I'm making a slideshow? Like, this is just not the work, like, it's not work that I'm passionate about, you know? But it takes so much for me. It's like, if I'm making a YouTube video... It takes a lot for me, but at least when it's done or like even some parts during the process, I'm like, this is what I want to be doing with my life. Also, my toe is either cramping or asleep. Like the two toes in between my big toe and like my pinky, like there's, okay, so there's three toes, but the ones that are closer to my big toe are like feeling very weird right now. Um, I feel like they're losing the blood flow or falling asleep. Like, literally, what is going on? What the fuck? I don't like this feeling. It feels like it's about to fall. I feel like I could literally just, like, pull it off. Like, gently. And it would come off, like, my toe. Okay, I can't. I just tried. That's good. Um. Okay. Yeah. What? <laughs> what? Okay, where was I? Not toes. Before toes. Um. Yeah, uni. I just don't I don't want to be doing it. So maybe this is this is me putting it out into the universe. Um, we'll see. We'll see. I think I've also started my Berlinification. I hope so. Um, I'm going to... You bitches better be ready. I'm going to be a, such a hot Instagram baddie this year because I'm changing my entire style. We are going full Mick Jagger. I need my Mick Jaggerification. Mick Jaggerification. That does not roll off the tongue. But I think you know what I'm saying. I want to go full, like, 70s. Um, these, like, stupidly tight, flared pants. And, like, these slutty little sweaters. You know, those thin, feminine sweaters um, with the long arms. I love that. Um, we're going to get some boots. Some big, stupid belts. Like, with a huge, big thing on them. Some neckties. Um, 
Love the baby tees. Love the baby tees. Um, loafers, sunglasses. We're going to accessorize. I'm going to get a ton more piercings. I've just been needing to get piercings for a minute. I have two piercings on my right ear and one nose ring. I think I want to get another nose ring on the same side. I want to get like five more ear piercings. Um, we're thinking about the belly button. That one's a little crazy. I don't know. Maybe, maybe when I'm 20, maybe next year is the belly button. Um, and I'm going to get a, a tattoo also maybe next year. But all this goes to say that is, you know, I feel the start of my Berlinification coming. I think it's long overdue. I'm growing out my hair. My hair is going to be long. Oh my God. It's going to be so nice. Um, I'm ready. I'm ready for it. You know, the city like really pushes you <laughs> to look good. Um, which is like frustrating sometimes because I cannot go out looking cracked up like um, in the day, I just feel so bad about myself because there's so many cool looking people. Um, however, on the flip side, like I never feel cool in Berlin. I'm always like, everyone here is so much cooler than me. But then when I leave Berlin, I'm like, oh, damn. I feel, I feel sexy. I'm like, I have started the Berlinification process. It's a long one, but it's starting. It is starting. Um, oh my God, the sun. No, no. I might have to stop this episode. I was just, my next bullet point is Berlin winter, because it's winter here, and I haven't seen the sun in ages. Oh, and there it goes again. There it goes again. That's, okay. That just about sums up Berlin winter. It is so gray here. I've never seen gray as such a vibrant color, if that makes any sense. Also, this, like, the weather app will say some days, like, it's partly sunny, partly cloudy, instead of, like, dark, dark gray clouds and what it means by partly cloudy is like like in my hometown colorado it has like 300 days of sunshine per year which is honestly i mean that is a quality that i will never um take for granted I, that is a great quality um you'll be depressed if you live in my neighborhood but you will um you'll be depressed in the sun which honestly does not sound so bad but yeah like in my neighborhood when it would say partly cloudy it would be like partly cloudy like that you'd feel the sun you'd see the sun there would just be some clouds in the sky here it's like there are the sky is full of clouds and like every hour and a half the clouds part for like three minutes and you get kind of a hazy hazy sun it's just like it's really unrewarding but you know what's funny is i eat it up like the three minutes where those clouds part and i'm just sitting in like this dim gray light this like off yellow light, I'm just like, oh my God, I'm gonna get, you know, I'm gonna be soaking up the vitamin D, I'm gonna get a little tan, I'm gonna get some color on this face. Like, and and this this is the moment when I realized like, okay, next winter we are, we are out of here. We are going to the jungle of Sri Lanka and we're doing a meditation yoga retreat and we're gonna eat some fruits and we're gonna sit in the sun and we're gonna look at a tree and hug it. And it's gonna be great. Um, so that's my take on Berlin winter. People are not joking here. And yeah, I mean, this is a lot of the update. I've been also, you know, making friends, a little bit dating. Those are some things we'll talk about in a future episode. But um, it's like cool to be able to do both of those things. Um, like knowing that there's like longevity, the possibility of longevity. Like there's no expiration date to my time in Berlin, which is not something I'm used to. So yeah, that's been actually, for the most part, a really great experience. Um, and I think that that's kind of all for my personal life update. I mean, that's kind of the gist of what I've been up to. Um, 
But content-wise, there's also a lot to say. So I took, I think, my first ever social media break in since starting. And I've been on social media since I was 12, I think. Um, so that's like seven, eight years. Which is just wild. Like, I mean, the fact that I haven't taken a break just kind of speaks volumes. I, you know, and of course when you're 12 years old on Musical.ly, um, it's not as serious, but also it was because I had so many Musical.ly fall. I, you know, I had, I think, more pressure on Musical.ly and I spent so much more time because I just had a larger following. Um, for those of you who don't know, I was like a child star on Musical.ly. There you go. Cat's out the bag. And I feel like that's fitting. I feel like when you learn that piece of information about me and then you kind of reflect on like who I am, you're like, yeah, yeah, he gives the vibes of someone who was, you know, had Musical.ly clout. It's just like such a sad flex. You know, I had like hundreds of thousands of followers on Musical.ly. I would sit in my basement in front of my green screen and I'd like Photoshop or I'd, um, you know, video edit myself into different scenes. I'm just picturing this one video I made where I, I put myself in like a fiery hell-like situation and I was I was going to, you gotta let it burn, 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 burn. And there were dragons flying and there was fire coming out of my hands. That shit got like... 200,000 likes. Who are those 200,000 people and who paid you to like that video? And please tell them that I said thank you. Um, because I'm currently actually living off the money I made when I was 13. Fun fact. <laughs> Fun fact. Um, I mean, pretty much all the money I have in my bank account right now, 13 years old, me raked in that dough. Um, so that's a bit of a sidetrack. But all that, you know, I, I, I then, you know, stopped... Musically, did Instagram stuff, and then eventually created my YouTube channel, amongst other platforms. And then I had a you know a podcast before this, and now this podcast. And it was just go, 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 go. I was my goal was always to make weekly content. Like ever since starting YouTube, it was weekly videos, and I like that was always the goal. And this last year, twenty twenty three, I missed some weeks. I'd take like two or three weeks off, but I would feel so horrible about that i would be oh i'm so sorry I'd, I'd you know post a fucking story oh sorry it's been so long like i promised the video will be out next week whatever like i it's not like i took a week off and that's why the video was late i was working always i was doing work for that shit always and you know what's sad about that is like the videos i was making for for so many of those years like weren't good i just like spent a crazy amount of time like i was so focused on the quantity of them um and I think the videos I've made in the last year or two have been better quality, but also like, I don't know how I, how do you make something profound on a weekly basis? How do you make something with meaning? I feel like, like in the pool of creation, you can never venture into the deep end. <laughs> if you only have a week, it takes more than a week to get to the deep end of the pool, of the content pool. And I only recently have begun to venture. I just like, there was just so, I was putting too much pressure on myself without thinking about it. And then I moved here. And I think I want to talk about this in depth another time um, in the future on YouTube. But long story short is I moved here and there was this one day where I met a few creator friends and in casual conversation, this realization was provoked within me and I was like, what the fuck am I doing? What the fuck am I doing? 
immediately I was like, I'm quitting YouTube. I am quitting everything. I'm leaving the internet. I'm moving into the woods with the lesbians and I'm going to chop wood um, with my dog and just like vibe, you know? And although, honestly, I don't know why I didn't go along with that plan. That sounds like such a vibe. Um, if you're a lesbian in the woods, I guess those kind of go hand in hand. But um, my Instagram handle is Will's Camera, and my DMs are open always. So let me know. But anyway, I had this huge scared moment for like three weeks where I was like, not only have has everything I've ever made been complete and utter shit, <laughs> but also... I've exploited my safety. I've exploited my friendships. Everything there is to know about me is online for people to consume. People have photos of me saved to Pinterest boards in their camera roll. I've talked about vulnerable experiences on there. Anyone can access it. You know, like I just like freaked out about everything there was to freak out about, which I don't even know why. I literally don't even know why. I was like, I, there, I've not hidden any parts of my life. I've not hidden any parts of my life. There's been no privacy. And although I don't think that that reaction was like, reflective. Like, I don't think everything I've made is shit. I don't think I've exploited too much of my life and relationships, but I also think that there is a validity to that, where it's, like, I just kind of, like, turned everything I could into an opportunity for content, which I just think takes away from, like, the having your own experiences. Um, and every time I record one of these episodes, I start talking about Damon, Dominique. I don't even talk about him that much. Because I don't even talk about him that much anymore. <laughs> but I, you know, he's also, I, he said something on his video that he did recently that was like, only say something if you have something to say. Only make something if you have something to make. And I wasn't doing that. You know, I wasn't filming because I was like, oh, I, I want to capture this moment. I was filming because I'm like, I have to capture something so that I can post it online, so that people can see it, so that I can grow a following, so that I can make money. That is like these white men on a podcast. It's like, if you're not working every single second, then you will ultimately fail and no one will be as alpha as me and my dick is huge um, and fuck women. Like, I, that was not, okay, that is actually not the energy I was giving. That was not the energy I was giving. But the, like, working every second part, like, <sighs> but not in a productive way. Not in a, like, I'm working so hard. It's like, it was just mediocrity. And I was contributing to just, like, this existing huge volume of content, which just, like, I was so embarrassed about my, like, public presence for those three weeks. I was like, I don't want anyone to know about this. I can't believe I've devoted years of my life to creating something that just, like, doesn't align with what I want to do. And, yeah, I guess we can, we can skip over. We don't have to go too deep into that because, uh, anyway, those feelings didn't last. I took parts... Uh, away from certain ideas that I definitely think are valid, but overall I am proud of what I've done. I think that this is just the learning curve, and um, I'm glad that I took time to reflect because I think that the lack of reflection was what was really the thing I was embarrassed about is that I, I just had been so focused on making the absolute most I could and not taking a break that I didn't question, like, what do I want to make? You know what I mean? Um... So yeah, I had some identity issues because of that. I just It just felt very weird. And I took three months completely off. I deleted the Instagram app, which is my biggest... I mean, I have a horrible Instagram addiction. I spend like... I used to spend like four or five hours on Instagram a day. I When I deleted it, I went a full week without using Instagram, which if you think about it, from four to five hours a day, that's like um, 35 hours a week 
to zero hours a week is kind of a crazy, crazy change. And now I sometimes have it downloaded, sometimes don't. And when I do, it's like two hours a day still. So recognize progress. We're doing good. That's good change. But that will tell you my relationship to Instagram. I deleted Instagram for a bit. I didn't work on a single video. I didn't think of videos. I didn't do nothing. I didn't do anything. I didn't film anything. I made like two Instagram posts maybe just for fun. I just like really took a break. I went on a trip. I went on trips and just didn't make content. Even with like other creator friends of mine. Like I just like really experienced everything for myself and that allowed me to make some changes in my life. I realized that there were literally some things in my life that I was doing because I knew that they would be perceived by people online. <laughs> and that was weird. That was a weird realization. Um, but I also finally, amongst a big change, moving to Berlin and living alone and becoming, you know, a new person, moving past a really horrible time of my life, like I really acknowledged and accepted change and just kind of adjusted my lifestyle accordingly. And that's something that, I mean, my life, I've been doing a lot the last five years. I've just been doing a lot. And I just don't think I've been adjusting my lifestyle accordingly. I think I've found ways to make it quote unquote work um, in terms of like outcome and like product. Like I can make a video, but like I didn't consider the like internal process or like how that might affect me as a person, aside from as a creator, you know? Um, and since accepting this change and since making adjustments in my life, I think I've prevented a lot of burnout, a lot of creative, a, a lot of creative block, and I've prevented myself from making shitty things. Um, I've since uploaded three videos. There's this one weekend in November, late November, I was three months into my content break, and I was like, I think I'm just gonna make a video and see, I don't have to post it, and this kind of like no pressure thing, I think actually cultivated like a really nice video. It's like, um, I think it's called Living Alone in Berlin. And you know, it was still just like a three day vlog um, of just my life, some normal days in my life. Um, but my approach to capturing it felt a lot more organic and natural and authentic and vulnerable. And I was really happy with the video and I posted it and it did well, it did good. And then I made have I made two more videos since then? What was the other video? Oh no. Oh my God, no, I've only made two videos since my social media break, I think. Wow. Yeah, and then I made my second video, which was um, about friends and connection and Berlin winter. And once again, I just felt so proud. I felt so proud of that. And now, I mean, I've also since then um, signed with my manager who is like been so helpful in that process. It's taken a lot of the workload off of me and also just given me someone to talk to my talk about my content with and she's just also just like a ray of sunshine she makes me feel better about so much and she's also given me a lot of validation as a creator i think it's really isolating sometimes to do like work in the youtube space um and i think i just have a lot of like doubt and questions and to have someone else say you know this is your worth as a creator like come to me if you have any questions or concerns whatever it's just been really nice so shout out to Jan, if you're listening, um, that's been such a healing part of this journey. And yeah, I, I've planned videos for 2024. What year is it? 2024. 
and I just like cannot wait. I cannot wait. I'm I feel now like I'm finally giving myself the time, space, and love that it takes to create meaningful things. And I feel like we're only just getting started. It's something that's being like redefined. My mindset towards all of this, even you know, this podcast is something new. I'm gonna make some changes to hopefully um, make something that contributes positively to the world and the content space in general. I think, like I said, there's just such a large volume of content that I think the only way that you can really stand out is just by being as authentic as possible. Really creating, my friend told me, oh, my friend Valley said, um, just, just create with your heart. That's another good one-liner. Like really just taking things from within. Only you feel what you feel. Only you think what you think. And if you can really dissect that and turn that into something, I think that that's how you can create something meaningful amongst, you know, the volume of existing content. It's just a weird time to be in. Like, it feels like everyone's creating content, which is kind of like an imposter syndrome thing. It's like, why does mine matter? But it's also like, what the fuck am I doing? Like, I'm just another person. Like, I'm just another white boy with a podcast. <laughs> like, really, I mean, that was also a lot of my thoughts. Um, it's just all kind of multifaceted. So anyway, I'm going to continue to work through these thoughts, but um, I'm really happy to be back and kind of redefining myself in this space I've created. Um, I'm happy to be proud of what I'm creating, and I'm really grateful that I'm going to focus on less quantity and more quality, and I think that people will appreciate that. Um, I'd rather you guys see the best of me every month or two than you know, shitty creations every week. Um, I don't know how I used to do weekly episodes for this podcast. This is crazy. I've just spent a week trying to convince myself to record this one. I don't know about editing it or uploading it. That'll be in a couple weeks. <laughs> um, but yeah, as for what you can expect from this podcast, I think um, I'm kind of committing to one episode a month. I don't know. Maybe that will be more. Maybe that will be less. Definitely some a lot of guests and a lot of friend episodes. Um, these solo ones... Woo, they take they take a lot more from me. And I also think that hearing from multiple people and multiple perspectives is like like two in one. Like you get more from that than just me saying whatever I'm saying. Um, so I'm really excited about that. But let's get into, I, I mean, the this podcast is titled, this episode is titled, you know, How I Deal With Change. And I think everything I've just said is part of a process of change that I'm going through. But speaking more generally in a way that maybe you'll resonate with more, I wanted to talk about just a few thoughts I had about change, growth, impermanence, and security, da, 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 da. And a lot of that has just come from living in transitional periods um, for the last, like, six years of my life, almost five years of my life. I was, like, newly 14 when I learned I was moving to Germany, and, you know, that just kind of set an end date to, like, that chapter, and then we moved to Germany, and my family kept saying, we're going to move every six months, like, we're, you know, we're coming to Germany for six months, then moving back to the States, and then after six months, we said, okay, we'll extend another six months and move back to the States. And then after a year, we said, okay, actually, you know, whatever. And we extended in these increments. And that has literally been every single six months. Then we moved to the Netherlands, which we were actually deciding between the Netherlands, the US, or Munich, moving to any of those places. And we chose the Netherlands. And it was like, okay, we're here for a year. And then after a year, it was like, okay, we should extend more six months. And then I, like, during that time, was also like, am I going to move to... New York or Madrid or London or Boston or Colorado, you know, whatever. 
I was deciding between continents and I didn't know where my family was going to move and everything just felt so un unrooted and ungrounded. And I am here. I'm here now. And I'm just planning some roots because even though I did live in, you know, the south of Germany for almost three years and I did live in the Netherlands for a year and a half in the end, like it didn't feel that way. I always thought that like the expiration date to that time period was coming soon. And it always felt just a little out of my control. Um, and I really like, I couldn't say a year from now I'm going to be here. Or I'm going to be doing that. I had no idea. And it just feels honestly in, a, in one way, like really nice to say that Berlin can be my home base. And I, that really just hasn't registered yet though. Like I still feel like um, when I'm meeting people here, it hasn't registered that I have years to get to know these people and be with them and be my, be their friends. Like, I feel like I'm like, Oh, I have to see this person cause they're leaving for a month. And then what? And it's like, but they'll come back and they also live here and you live here and you can see them in a year from now. You can see them in two years from now. You know what I mean? Like that has not been something that I have experienced for like all of my, like since I was 14, because I've always like, well, cause I've been traveling or I've been living in temporary places and I've been like, okay, like you have this time frame to get to know this person in. You have this time frame to develop a relationship in. And I'm just realizing like, we have time. I have time. I have time. I'm trying to say it out loud as much as possible because like I, and like I said, I'm just unfamiliar with that idea. Um, and I'm really just, you know, trying to have a little bit of consistency here. I think change is good, obviously. That's the message of this episode is change is good, but also like everything in moderation. Um, you know, Berlin is still so international and a lot of my friends are always, you know, traveling. It's like this person's going to be in Berlin for this week, but then they're leaving again and then they're coming back and I'm leaving then, you know. Um, but it's a good home base. And if I can plant some roots and just have a place to come back to and people to come back to, I think then I will have the stability to continue to make more changes but I think these last six months have been about creating stability in my life. Um, I'm very influenced by my environment and I like physical spaces as well. I want to feel safe and cozy and I want to create a home for myself so that I can feel comfortable somewhere, um, coming back to somewhere. But also something I've recently explored is just like internal versus external environment. I had the capacity to travel every weekend and move to different places and meet new people. And, you know, while I was traveling, like go and do things the entire time, like while I was mentally stable in simple terms, when my internal environment, my mentality was stable and consistent, I could go and fuck around with my external environment. Like that could be super inconsistent. I could be a new place every single week with new people doing new things and not max out on my capacity. But as I've talked about a few times before, the last two years have been a shift and where I have just become a much more sensitive person. I've had a lot of internal struggles and I have had to re define my relationship with my internal self because it has changed and it's unfamiliar and it's spooky. And in order to, I think, kind of heal, because I do feel like right now is the healing part. I think for a while it was on a downward spiral last year. And I think since the summertime, since coming to Berlin, I've been on the upswing slowly. But I think that a lot of that has come from 
having some sort of consistency in my external environment um, so I can focus on healing my internal. Just like a fitting example is when I had, I think, maybe the worst month of my life was like May last year, May, April last year. Um, and I had so much going on then. Like I had, I was going to have this like big European summer, you know, whatever. I still had it, um, but the start of it was canceled because I went to London and I had this huge panic episode for multiple days. And I just like, I spent hundreds of euros just to like book myself back on a flight one day sooner. I couldn't even, I just couldn't stay one more day at a friend's place, at a friend of mine's place who was so sweet and their family was so sweet. I just like, like it didn't matter the external environment. I was just so crazy internally. And I, um, yeah, I booked myself a flight home um, and I canceled everything I had, every single thing I had for like three weeks, trips, social events, anything. And I sat on my couch in my living room, just filled with anxiety for three weeks. And I guess it got less and less over that period. But I think that that was the only reason that afterwards I was able to ease back into a bit of inconsistency in my external environment is because I, I just took that time to, to say, I like literally can't do anything. Sounds so, you know, I, like growing up before all this happened, my mindset towards someone doing that to me doing that would have been like, that is weak. That just means that you have a poor mindset. You are in control of your life. But I think that if that is how you feel about this, it maybe speaks to the fact that maybe you don't struggle with the same things or to the same extent. And I feel like people who have been through similar things would understand. So yeah, anyway, what I, what I guess the point of that is I was fine to travel and do things when I was mentally stable, but I need one of the two environments to have a sense of consistency. And that's just been further proven through these last six months where I've just given myself time to focus on the internal so that one day I can, I can start doing things again. And I already have. I've already made a lot of progress. I can go on a flight or on a train without panicking. I can sleep outside of my bed without going crazy. I, I can do more than just sit on my couch all day without feeling depressed and exhausted. Like, that is progress. I guess kind of to sum up my ideas, someone was to ask me how I deal with change. I think the first and biggest thing is just to accept it and make changes accordingly. If you try and keep every aspect of your life like the same, despite changes happening within it, like that like doesn't add up. You know what I mean? Like I'm trying to picture it. This is hard to do on an audio thing. I'm not articulate. I don't think I'm great with words. Like imagine like the uh, flowing river of life, right? And then like you're trying to walk through the river but you're only walking in a straight line. Like that literally does not work because the river flows. So if you keep walking in a straight line, you're not going to be in the river anymore. Does that make sense? Like li like, if life is flowing and changing, you got to go with the flow. Oh my God, that's what that's saying. Girl, you got to go with the flow. Go with the flow of life. Oh my God. This has been happening to me so much recently. I, you guys might be listening and being like, yeah, no shit, bitch. Like, go with the flow. But like, I've been saying shit my whole life or I've heard shit my whole life. And then I'll like experience something or I'll like think through it. And I'm like, oh, that's what that means. That was not just a quote on Pinterest. That was a real life thing that I can apply to my own life. <laughs> anyway, I, I think a big part of it is also just be kind and be gentle with yourself. 
something can be good and also be difficult. You know, the saying change is good. It can be good. That doesn't mean it's going to be easy. It also doesn't mean it's going to feel good. Like it, that something being good and feeling good are very different things. Cause there's things that are, that feel good and that are bad inherently. Um, and so, yeah, build a sense of security with yourself internally. If you're overwhelmed by external changes, however that works for you, get comfortable with the uncomfortable. Um, you all know yourself, but I think my biggest goal for 2024 is to be gentle with myself. You have to listen to what, what your body and your mind and your heart tells you because I'm done not listening to that. I don't care if I am going to go and have some incredible experience. I don't need to film it. That's my mind telling me that shit. That's not like, that is not if I, if I don't feel like it, if I don't feel like that's right, I don't care if I made, if I told someone I could do something that I don't have the capacity for, I'm like really trying to find a way to respect that person and be apologetic and be understanding, but also say like, I need to prioritize how I feel. Don't put yourself through shit because you think that's what you should be doing. Like listen to how you feel if you can afford to. I hope you all can. Like this this process has really made me deepen kind of my, my self love and self-care, whatever you want to call it, because at some point I was almost forced to say, like, you're either going to, like, literally drown in life and in anxiety and depression if you don't start listening to yourself. You just have to acknowledge what you need as a, as a fragile human that is experiencing change. I'm sure, like, everyone who's listening to this is experiencing change in some way, and don't discredit the way that it, it makes you feel. Or the change it provokes within you. Like, yeah, just just be accepting and gentle with that would be my biggest piece of advice. And then this is kind of an optimistic mindset, but like focus on what it can bring you. The smallest things even, the, the casual magic of it, the simple joys of it. Um, for me, I know that I would never give up the life I have here right now with these people. Um, even if it's difficult sometimes, even if I feel ungrounded or confused about my identity, my beliefs, my mindset, unsure about my future, like changes life. And had my life never undergone the changes it went through, everything that's beautiful about it wouldn't exist. Like everything about my life here is a product of like a change that started five years ago amongst many others. But you know, had I never moved to Germany, none of this would have happened. Okay. Um, my friend just called, and so I forgot where I was, but that is my two cents. Honestly, that was more like four cents. Like, that was that was a little a little something-something. I'm kind of proud of that. Um, towards change. I also, I only posted this right before I started recording this episode, so I don't know how many responses I have, but I asked on my Instagram story um, how you guys deal with change. So let's see. If you don't want to hear it from me, you can hear it from yourselves. Um... Let's see. Someone okay. First response is I don't. That's real. Um, by embracing it and trying to accept it, absolutely. That's kind of the same for me. Someone said listen to Lana. That's real. I mean, that is a part of being kind and gentle with yourself. Like, <laughs> not to dig too deep there, but finding something that's gonna bring you joy or consistency. For me, it's like literally YouTubers. This was actually one of my reasons why I was like, I really want to come back to this space, is because like for me, literal creators have been my consistency like in this time 
which is like literally a parasocial relationship. That is actually insane. I'm just realizing, but whatever, it's a parasocial relationship that's bringing me goodness where it's like, my life is crazy, but like, thank you for making a video so that I can like have that consistency of like, I love this person and they're making new content. You know what I mean? Uh, someone said, letting the change happen, allowing new doors to open, and journaling a lot about it. I think journaling helps if you have a medium that's familiar with you uh, and that brings you something. I love journaling. I am not great with words, so like I like to write a bit in my journal. But I also like to make doodles and art in my journal. Obviously, making videos is my biggest outlet. That's how I communicate best. Um, so pinpointing, maybe it's music, maybe it's making music. Um, I actually have been learning guitar since um, arriving in Berlin because I don't have my piano. And recently, like before bed, I try not to be on my phone and instead I'll like play chords on the guitar and I'll just like make up, <laughs> make up songs. Honestly, for like songs that I'm making up in the moment, they kind of eat. Like sometimes I'm like, I should write that line down. Um, but yeah, honestly, like that's sometimes like I'll think about an experience that maybe I haven't processed or I'll sing about the day or I'll sing about like 10 years ago, shit I struggled with, whatever. That's kind of fun. Maybe if you're actually like good at making music, you could actually make some music, but I don't know. It's not about doing things well. It's about doing things in a way that works. There's a lot of journaling. There's some things about mantras and manifestations, repeating everything happens for a reason. Knowing life brings change over and over again, but to trust and have faith that all will be well. Um, distracting myself. Crying, screaming, and throwing up. Okay, this is a versatile list. Calling my friends who make me feel like home. This is crazy. Some, like, I FaceTimed my grandma yesterday, who lives in the U.S., and it's like, I saw my grandma's face and heard her voice. Like, I literally, like, basically saw my grandma yesterday. And we're 5,000 miles away from each other. Like, the fact that we can do that is insane. I'm so grateful for that. I couldn't, I don't think I could actually live um, that far from people without this opportunity. So, um, and that's where we're going to end it here, guys. I can't believe I've been talking into this microphone for an hour. Um, this was it. This was the one. I'm really happy to be back. I feel like I've gotten into my groove again. Um, stay tuned for guest episodes soon. I can't wait for some of the people that I'm hoping will be on this season. I need to reach out soon. Um, the podcast has an Instagram. It's at cutthecameras.pod. And I also have my own Instagram at Will's Camera with two A's and my YouTube at Will's Camera. Um, and then a little new season three advancement is I'm going to do a song of the month. A song of the month. I feel like this is kind of a fun way to connect to people because... I don't know, music holds so much meaning and vulnerability. Um, and also, I, you know, whatever. You guys don't need to know why I'm giving you a song of the month. You can just appreciate that I am. Um, and you can go and listen to it right after this episode. Um, my song of the month is Serotonin by Adam Melchor. Melchor? Mel Melcher? Melchor? M-E-L-C-H-O-R specifically like the last minute of the song when it kind of builds up and then there's this like dun, 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 dun. and then there's this big euphoric like build and i don't know it's just like so i always am like holy shit holy shit listen to that shit while like you're 
walking or like running um or like on a on a metro car like passing over the city ooh woo you want to talk about serotonin it is in the name and yeah that's my song that's my recommendation. I will see you guys hopefully sooner than later. Uh, if you made it all the way here, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for the support on the podcast. Thank you for supporting me. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to all of my stuff and also things. And um, yeah, I really am just happy to be where I am in life and in the content creation space. And thank you guys for making that possible. Go embrace change. Much love. And I will see you guys next time. Bye.